0: Welcome to I Can't Believe That Happened. I wanted to just remind everyone that every episode I do one wrong fact, and that's to encourage you to do your own research. No matter who is telling you what's going on, it's always good to take a look and see what you can find that you can do your research. So I always have one thing that's wrong, and when you find that one wrong fact, please head over to www.owlintwine.com and you'll find a section where you can correct me. So please put your corrections in there and I will try to find a really cool prize. Um, I will certainly say your name on the next episode, but please put in your findings. And if there's an unintentional wrong fact, I am human. Um, this is not my job. I just do this because I have a deep need to research everything and I get very interested in things. Um, so if you do have a correction me please send me that as well there um thank you so much and i hope you enjoyed this episode hello everyone this is monica michelle with i can't believe that happened and i am really excited about today's episode and the reason is we're really getting into the real robots that were existing in the ancient world and we talked about the robots from mythology in ancient greece we've discussed the first drone that existed and we went all the way back to here of Alexandria to see the first startings of computer mechanisms where there were I know crazy um automatic doors and vending machines so one of the things that really excites me about this episode is that we're going to be talking about an era that I just always written off I'd always thought about the dark ages and the middle ages as not having anything happening during them and I was really so excited to learn something so completely new and different about a time period I hadn't really studied before. So we're going to be talking about Al There um, There is the rest of his name, and I will not insult his memory by trying my pronunciations. I was looking to find a good way to do it, and um, I'm sorry, but this is an amazing man who had an incredible sense of artistry and sense of humor and was brilliant. The things that Al-Jazari invented are in use now. And what was really interesting in my research was some of the things that he invented were given credit to people who were doing automatons in the 1700s. And it's not true. Al-Jazari was working on these in the 1200s. So, that was really exciting to dig a little deeper, um, which is a good reminder to everyone who's doing research, no matter what the source is, it's always good to look at different sources and to see if maybe someone, not out of um, anything malicious, but just out of not carefully going through, um, might have missed something really important. And Al Jazari is really important. Everything we think of Michelangelo, um, you will find so much. I hate to say more, but uh, things that were written that were easier to follow. Um, Al Jazeera wrote a book, which is how we know about him. (laughs) Sorry, my pug is is definitely trying to get into this room. Uh, Social distancing, everyone's home right now. So I am in my studio and the dogs are trying so hard to hang out with me today. So um, everything we know about Al Jazeera comes from the book that he wrote. And that book is called The Book of Knowledge of Ingenious Mechanical Devices. And we're going to get to it in just a second. So, what we know about him was he was born in 1136 CE. He was born in Upper Mesopotamia. And he was um, raised by his father, who was the chief engineer at Artuklu Palace. Um, that's what we know about him. Uh, I couldn't find anything else. I really searched. But everything we know about him comes from what he wrote in this one book. Now, the Book of Knowledge of Ingenious Mechanical Devices is incredibly special. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, you're going to see a lot of noses. I also have a giant 95-pound... Sort of wolfish dog who has decided I need to be hung out with the second I pressed record. It was funny how no one wanted to hang out with me before I pressed record. Um, Okay, so the reason this book is so fascinating is that it was written almost as like a modern day do it yourself manual. He was not holding anything back. It was, um, there's no trade secrets held back. And I am not a mechanical person. I am. I'm a writer, I'm an artist. I am not an engineer by any stretch of the imagination. Looking at the drawings, you could absolutely turn these into projects. If you're a teacher or homeschooler, or you're just really curious and you wanna play, you can make a lot of these at home just by looking at these diagrams. So unlike some of the other things that have been written about, um, there were things that were held back or weren't terribly clear this is very clear and easy to follow along. So that's really exciting. And I'm going to put links to, um, uh, there's an incredible blog that is out there of a man who has been translating and he even expands on these do it yourselves. Um, so please go to my show notes. It's, it's an incredible blog. Don't try to buy the book. Um, I've been looking everywhere. I think I found one source and if I can actually get it held, I will, um, I'll put it in the show notes as well so that you can download it. But it's really sad. The books are about $600 and I think that's, um, unacceptable. So I'm, I'm hoping to find a way to, to get this knowledge out there because again, this all happened without batteries or electricity. So if you can, um, enjoy the whimsicalness of what he made. And I'm going to go through some of the things that were made. Um, If you can enjoy that and then look beyond that at what's applicable and possible in any area where maybe electricity isn't as easy to come by, maybe homesteading, maybe in developing nations, but these are all machines that can be made using mostly hydraulic pressure. Um, That was significantly what I was finding. So let's go into some of his most famous inventions. And um, there's a lot of inventions by the way. Um please look at some of the source material I put in. Um there are things that he made that you won't see again for 2 to 400 years and they are revolutionary. I'm trying to focus on the history of the robots and that was really hard to um stay focused on this. Also, I'm going to link some YouTube videos because one of his most impressive inventions, the elephant clock was actually remade and there is video of this tremendous um work of art and automata um it's it's unreal but i will have a link please go and view it so here's what was important about al jazari aside from brilliance and genius um, he invented the camshaft now if you're not into engineering um you might not know what a camshaft is so let me try to explain um, i'll do it my best What a camshaft is, is where you have a circle that's attached onto a shaft and you can make different grooves. And as something hits those grooves, it will cause a series of events to happen. Now, why this is really cool is you can change the shaft with a different thing and it will cause a different set of movements. So this is a programmable computer. This is a programmable robot in the 12th century or the 1200s um that's unreal that that just blows my mind if we saw that right now we would think that was really cool and this is from a very long time ago um one of my favorite inventions of al jazari's was this um musical group and they floated on a lake and it was hydraulically powered and the camshafts could be removed and put in and these musicians would play the song that the camshaft was that was in it. So that was pretty, um, pretty amazing. And we will see the camshaft again as we get into the 1600s. But this was really cool to find it so far back. It was really impressive. He also made a moving peacock that moved on hydropower. And the um, the clocks that were made were really, really impressive. Now think past like the clock that's sitting, you know, the digital clock, or if you're like uh, my in-laws, they have a whole bunch of the old um, giant clocks. This goes way beyond that. <laughs> um, the castle clock was 11 feet tall and the display was a zodiac solar and lunar orbits. So it could tell all of that. Um, there were five robotic musicians. There were two falcons that would drop the ball into vases. Um, all of these things, while really cool, also would move the next thing to do the next thing to keep time. Now, the elephant clock is probably one of my favorite things ever. So in Al Jazari's own words, this was a clock that was meant to be a multicultural representation. So... There was the main elephant, which is an Asian elephant, which is meant to represent India. There's a dragon-like serpents. Um, these are really cool, by the way. I'm not going to be able to do this justice with my words. Please, please go to the show notes. I'm going to link a whole bunch of ways that you can see the reproduction. But those were meant to represent China. The phoenix on the top was to represent ancient Egypt. Um, there was a turban figure that was representing of uh, the Muslim cultures, so the internal mechanisms of this clock were driven by floats and water tanks and those were all housed in the belly of the elephant and they would activate all these components including automatons that would move and balls that would drop on the half hour now there's a few reproductions um one was commissioned in 2005 and were opened in um, in a mall, um, which is crazy. I wish I was closer to where I could go to see this mall. Um, It's pretty amazing, but it is 20 feet tall. And um, there's also a reproduction of the castle clock that I will put in. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. I know this is kind of crazy times. Um, I'm really glad that you are getting some value and some use from the history of robots Um, I'm having a lot of fun researching this for you all please take a look at my show notes. Um, I would really appreciate you guys going over there because there's all these videos that you can see, especially as we're getting um, more and more current. There are more and more things that have been reproduced. Um, so that's really exciting to see. And I also will be linking a Ben Kingsley feature of, uh, you know, Ben Kingsley. <laughs> um, he's an amazing actor, but he did a fantastic um, section on Al Um, So please, please take a look at that. Uh, If you would like to correct anything you've heard or you have anything that you'd like to say, please go over to www.owlandthwine.com. That's my publishing website. I also write and illustrate children's books, but I also have the home for for this um, podcast there as well. And there's a section where you can correct me or um, tell me anything that you might want to discuss. Um, I believe next week is going to be Leonardo da Vinci. I haven't quite decided who we're going to talk about next, but spoiler, Leonardo da Vinci made a night robot that moved on its own. So we'll go way more into detail. There's also a few other things that he invented that you might not have heard of. And there's also a special little um, thing that you might recognize from NASA from Leonardo da Vinci. So please tune in um, in two weeks. I think I might have said next week, I'm so sorry. Uh, Some of you know that I am disabled. So I had to move the podcast to twice a month. Um, Thank you for being patient with me on that and uh please share this podcast if you're enjoying it and um, please share it with friends family other people who are now forced into homeschool and those who have chosen homeschool um, definitely a fun thing to do for a quick 10 minutes um have a great week everyone and I have another podcast where I sign off with of something a little bit saltier but I will sign off here with be kind and be gentle um and uh I think we need that right now so take care everyone have a wonderful week